I'm Melissa Torres. And I'm Marmy Leach. And, and this, this is Moving with, with Mel and Marm. How are you doing? Good. Happy New Year. Yeah. Can you believe that 2023 is over or almost over? I feel like it flew by and you always say that, but it always does. I know. I think this year especially felt way faster. Yes. Like, I know that so much happened this year, but at the same time, I feel like nothing. I did nothing. I know. It's all blur. Like, I'm thinking back to, like, what I did in 2023, and I'm like, I didn't really do much, but I did, but I didn't. Yeah. I One thing I did this year for our Christmas cards is I, like, went back and put a bunch of family photos in, and I was like, oh, yeah, we went to Florida. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And, like, all these things. So, I think I'm going to start doing that from now on. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah, it was fun to look back on everything. And that's exactly what we're doing in this episode with the real estate market. We are. We're taking a look back. Yep. Taking um, a snapshot of what we saw in 2024 and then, or 2023, yep. I'm getting ahead of myself, and what we're going to see um, our predictions for 2024. I love it. Let's get into it. Interest rates were like the number one topic of 2023. Constantly the talk of the town. Yes. It made a huge impact on affordability with already increased prices. And then the interest rates um, topped out at over 8% at, towards the end of October. Um, so it really made a big impact on the market. And we saw mortgage applications drop to the lowest point um, since 1995. Yeah. So crazy. I think the rates in January started like in the sixes. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah, I think it was about around end of October, we saw them hit right around 8%. Mm -hmm. And it sure died down. <laughs> yeah. And there were some um, predictions of thinking that it was going to top at 10%. Luckily, we did not see that. And they've started to creep slowly back down. Um, but it definitely made a big impact on the buyer activity. Interest rates like have been driving buyer activity a lot lately. And it's interesting because while the rates are high, they're not as high as they've been in the past, but we just had that crazy low, we had crazy low interest rates for such a long time. Mm -hmm. Like not normal. I don't think they'll ever be that low again. Right. In, anytime soon. So I think people just, it was just quite a change. And then with the prices going up all of a sudden, what you can buy has changed too. Right. right. It was a big shock, you know, to be able to swallow um, where the interest rates were. And then because the prices have increased so much, um, the payments just made a big change. Yeah. And uh, we saw, you know, in Texas, we're a big property tax state. So that made a big difference on payments as well. So affordability was um, a conversation in adjunction to the interest rates. Yeah. We had buyers who, you know, who needed to buy a home who sort of kind of adjusted what they were looking for price wise because of the interest rates. Mm -hmm. Yep. And because of the interest rates, we really saw some shifts in negotiation. So, and this was from a listing standpoint and then also a buyer standpoint. So for listings, um, listing agents would get creative of instead of doing a price reduction, maybe offering a, a buyer's concession to help buy down the interest rate because a lower amount of money in a concession would um, actually make a bigger impact on the buyer's payment. So that's correct. And in order to buy down that rate further, it has to be a seller credit. Mm -hmm. 
So that's why we sell seller credits. Yeah. Yeah. So like this is the fastest we've ever seen rates go up. Mm -hmm. Like this is not normal the way the rates went up. So just trying to fight the inflation. Right. Yeah. Another thing with negotiations that we saw, um, it was the give the seller everything stopped. We didn't see um, appraisal waivers, free leasebacks, waived option periods. Um, Those things came back into play um, to give the buyer some more time to breathe. Yeah. They didn't have to like go look at a house and decide right then and there if they needed to put an offer. So it shifted more, you know, it was a little bit more give and take on both sides yeah. of the equation. Seller started paying title again. Yep. I would say, I would say that's still a little 50, 50. Um, it used to be that seller always paid title. Mm-hmm. And I think it depends too, because there are still some multiple offer situations. So in specific neighborhoods, depending on the listing pricing strategy, depending on like move in ready homes are super popular. Like that's There's what always everybody a wants. Demand. Yeah. So it definitely depends on each. It's like very micro. Um, And we also saw like buyers who may have liked a house but took their time to think about it may have missed out on it even if that house didn't get multiple offers i had i had that happen yeah i think some buyers had it in their head that they just had all the time in the world when that wasn't always the case right yeah so next to interest rates pricing has been a big topic of conversation (laughs) so there's definitely some prospective buyers that are questioning, should we wait? Is the market going to basically fall out from underneath us and our price is going to go way down? I always tell buyers, like my mantra is that you can never time the market. I mean, if if we all knew how to time the market, then we'd be super rich and we probably wouldn't be selling you real estate. We'd be buying real estate ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) But you really can't. And so if you're in a position where like it is the time for you to buy, you need to move or um, you need to buy your first house, like I would just buy when it makes sense for you. You really can't figure out like, oh, pricing is going to go down. I'm going to wait because as soon as you wait, it's going to go up again. Yeah. I like the saying that buying a house is like planting a tree. The best time to have done it was yesterday. The second best time is today. Amen. So... Yeah, we never really know exactly what's going to happen. There's so many variables. I mean, interest rates and affordability is only one variable in like predicting the economics and the real estate market. Um, But even with this crazy uh, inflation and rising in interest rates, did we see a little price decreasing? Yes. Did we see 20%, you know, decreases? No, we didn't. No. I think the highest decrease was Denton County. And it was about two and a half percent. Yeah. So if you think about like two and a half percent is by no means a crash. I think it's just a little bit of an adjustment from the market being slightly inflated. Right. But I mean, when we're talking the market being inflated, like it went up 20 percent year after year from like 2020 to 2022. Mm-hmm. So two and a half percent is nothing. Right. And, you know, the conversation is more of, okay, how long should I plan to stay in the house? We had a unique situation that if you bought in 2020, you can make a lot of money if you bought in or if you sold in a year. Totally. That's not a normal thing. I think we've said this before, but like real estate is a conservative investment. Yes. It's not, you're not here to make like a quick buck. 
Right. The fact that some people made a quick buck from like 2020 to 2022, that was not normal. Yeah. And if that would have continued, it would have been unsustainable. So yeah, that would have been a problem. Yeah. Since you are way more trendy than I am, Marmy, <laughs> <laughs> tell me what you saw with the design trends in yes. 2023. Okay. Design is like a passion of mine. I'm, I, I can't say I'm like good at it, but I try. <laughs> Um, I'm one of those people that like starts a project and then never like finishes a room. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, a lot of trends we saw in 2023 were, we're getting away from all white. So like kitchens, we saw a lot of natural wood, um, some more creamier tones, natural stone. The return of the wallpaper. Yes. So wallpaper had returned like a few years ago, but it's become fully mainstream at this point. Yeah. It's almost, I think it's almost to the tipping point where it's going to be too mainstream that it won't feel exclusive anymore. Yeah. But you can get wallpaper anywhere and it really jazzes up a room. I love it. I, I've had buyers like send me pictures, like when we're looking through houses and they're like, if a house has wallpaper in it, they're like, this is the one I want. And I've had multiple conversations that look, you can install your own wallpaper. Do not make a decision (laughs) about the house just because it's already there. You can do that yourself. Yeah. Totally. Um, the last thing we saw was pools were not as in high demand as they were in 2020 from 2020 to 2022. Yeah. During COVID times, it was like a pool or nothing. Yep. I think I had, I don't think I had any buyers who necessarily had to have a pool this year. Yep. Did you? No, actually. Yes. One. Okay. But, um, definitely not just a pool. Like if the yard was just the pool, that wouldn't be good enough. So it was not, um, like the main focal point anymore. Yeah. And now our predictions for 2024 and nobody has a glass ball to like know exactly what's going to happen, but, um, we've done our research and this is what, um, well-informed people are, are anticipating. Yeah. So, uh, interest rates, expecting interest rates to continue to go down and um, they're predicted to be in the sixes in the spring so that'll be good for for our buyers now I think people are going to be super excited about that yes people are going to get hyped at the beginning of the year yes and there's going to be a lot of buyers that that will then enter back into the market so that will shift our currently like neutral to even leaning towards buyer market most likely back to a seller's market yeah but maybe just tipping the scale a little bit to a seller's not as crazy as yes, 2020. I definitely don't think we're going to see the COVID era craze market. I think it's just going to be definitely leaning towards seller, but um, hopefully still a little bit of room. Yeah. So with the interest rates going down, we expect to see mortgage applications go up. We already saw that a little bit with the mortgage rates ticking back into the low sevens. Um, the mortgage applications went up. And uh, for pricing, I think in Dallas, um, like the Metroplex, that Dallas, that prices will continue to appreciate. Not at the COVID era rates that we saw, but closer to like a normal 3% yeah, year over year. Yeah, 3% or 4%. Yeah. I yep. think we'll see that too. Mm-hmm. Especially because like there's not a lot of inventory Inventory continues to be a problem. Even this year, inventory was a problem. Yeah. So we just saw it, it wasn't um, so much that, you know, we were seeing a lot of homes negotiating down and it being a complete buyer's market. We were just seeing a lot of 
non-activity in the market because totally. of where the inventory and the rates were. Yeah. It was a little slow. Yep. <laughs> and then design trends for 2024. I think we're going to see more maximalism. Mm-hmm. Maximalism is coming back. Nobody wants like a white, empty, blank, minimalist yep. kitchen anymore. Um, we're going to see a lot of color, even more wallpaper. I think we're going to see um, more traditional styles in construction. I think we'll see traditional, whereas we've been seeing a lot of like modern. I think we'll go back to like brick and traditional. I'm hoping that yeah. we will because I love traditional. Mm-hmm. I like transitional. I like the in between. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I could definitely see it shifting more because it's been very modern. I yeah. feel like for, for a while. And people are really like interested in, I'm starting to see a trend of people being interested in things that have a story, that have mm-hmm. character. So I think we'll see people start, like maybe not every piece of furniture is like from a big box store. Yeah. I think we'll see people like going to thrift stores more, going to finding antiques and adding that into their home. We're already seeing round top become like for the past couple of years, like, really make a name for itself on the map like not just a texas thing like yeah. people are coming in from all over to go to round top so i think that we're going to see a shift back into um people buying antique furniture and adding that in yeah and i think the trend towards sustainability is really there too so part of that reuse is fits into that sustainability yeah people are looking for like natural like homey feel like vibe um, just cause again, we're still spending a lot more time in our homes than we used to in the post COVID era. Yep. So anyway, well, those are our, that's our episode about recap and predictions for 2024. Happy new year. We cannot wait to, um, get started on the 2024 market. We're super excited. If you need to buy or sell, please call us. Thanks for listening. And I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. So hold on to the memories. They will hold on to you. Hold on to the men. Oh, hey, Melissa. What's up? Hey.